0: Hello everybody, Rohan and I are from the Innovation Action Team and are super excited to introduce Karen Crofton, our Entrepreneur-in-Residence and core member of the Innovation and Entrepreneurship Team. Um, My name is Sophia Hensa and I'm a senior studying Mechanical Engineering at CU.
1: And my name is Rohan Baisha. I'm studying Computer Science here at CU and I've worked with Karen and Sophia all year to uh, enhance the entrepreneurship journey that you guys might have at CU. So with that being said, we're gonna hop into uh, discussing what Karen's role kind of is at CU. So um, Karen, if you could uh, explain a little bit about how you can help students and what your role here is.
2: Yeah, sure. So as the entrepreneur in residence, um, my main focus is to work with not only students, but also faculty and alumni. Um, and it's to understand the resources that they're gonna to need to support their business ideas and then how to get them connected with those needs. Um, One of the big events that I'm part of is called Catalyze CU, and so that would be an accelerator that runs during the summertime um, and helps people get their companies a little bit further along. Um, But I also start with people who just have an idea in the very beginning stages, um, and I can talk to them as well.
0: Great. Um, So you have a history in engineering as well as uh, mentoring and investing, and I was just kind of wondering how investment really works compared to what's taught in school.
2: Yeah, so I think, you know, entrepreneurship and academia, um, investing um, can often be very linear, right? So you have to take this class um, and then the next class and there's a definite time frame, um, you know, that that you have to do that within, Uh, you don't want to be in school forever, right? Um, But in real life, I think, you know, sometimes people have an idea for years before they take any action on it. Um, Sometimes people start an idea, then they stop, right? Things happen. Um, And a lot of times people completely pivot from where they started. So I think just by virtue of the fact that, um, investing in entrepreneurship, taught in an academic setting, has to have um, more bounds around it for, for you to be kind of anchored in, in where they're going with the content. Um, in real life, it's just way messier than that.
0: Yeah, um, I with that messiness, I assume flexibility is one of the really important skill sets that you see in entrepreneurs. What are some other um, important features and just like attributes that you see in entrepreneurs or that you see needed?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say entrepreneur or not, um, time management is a a huge one. I think the general project management skill is so underrated. Um, You know, it's not as flashy as kind of marketing or product development, um, but it really is how things actually get done, right? So um, time management is one. Uh, perseverance I think is another Um, I can't think of one single person who said oh I have this idea and now I'm going to build a business and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that and just didn't run into you know a brick wall or the end of the maze Um, and so just being able to persevere through that I I think is super helpful Um, I, I honestly think almost anyone, right? There's, there's three big characteristics to be successful in life. Um, One is just to be alert and always looking for opportunities, right? Just keep, keep your eye out for things. The second one then is to be flexible when things change, right? So be ready to pivot, be ready to have to do something different. Um, And the third one is simply to keep a positive attitude. There, there are so many, external environmental factors that can get you down, um, so many different global things, things that you have no control over. Um, but if you can find a way to kind of keep a positive attitude, it's usually those people that I see succeed and do really well.
1: Awesome. And, um, I guess that kind of brings me to the question about these, uh, from jumping from these skill sets to the actual companies that people build. I mean, it takes a certain amount of skill sets to be an entrepreneur, but as far as the companies themselves go throughout your journey, you've talked to hundreds of founders, looked at hundreds of different companies. What exactly do um, people look at in these companies? Do investors look at before they invest in one of these companies or before they even start to mentor these companies in certain things? What What are some of those traits that you look for?
2: Yeah, so, so I can't speak for everyone, right? Um, but I've been in enough uh, kind of different rooms and, and meetings with folks that I think there's a general consensus, right? But well, I'll tell you what I what I look for. Um, first and foremost, it is the team. So, the individual people, you know, are they coachable? Are they interested in learning? Um, you can teach all kinds of skill sets. You can't teach somebody to be inherently motivated. You just can't, right? Um, so individual team members and their their kind of skill sets and um, willingness to learn. Um, and then just as importantly as team dynamics. You can have two, I mean, you see this in sports all the time. You can have two people who individually are absolutely fantastic, but just don't mesh well, right? Just aren't complementary. Um, and so that's really important. So I think by far people will tell you that the team, is, is one of the first things that they that they look at. Um, the second thing I look at is, how well was the idea vetted, right? So is there really a problem? Is, the, is this a problem or is it a nice to have? Um, is there actually a market? Because sometimes you have kind of a super cool idea, but just either not that many people need it or people won't pay that much for it, right? So maybe there's not exactly a market um, and then, Last but definitely not least is, does a solution exist already? So the number of ideas that come across my desk where that pretty much exists already or something close enough exists to solve the problem, um, man, there, there just have been a lot of things have been invented. right? And so making sure that you have a differentiator um, I think is super important. I think a lot of people kind of miss that step of really like looking at prior art, um, looking at what's out there, doing a proper landscape. Um, so I think that, so, so the team, the product, um, you know, if you're actually going to write a check, if you're going to invest, um, I think you want to see some kind of traction, uh, right? So, um, you know, if you have just kind of the five people that actually need the product have have already bought it from you, um, you know that's a <laughs> that's a hobby, maybe not not exactly a business. Um, and then lastly, speaking about hobbies, um, you know it's how I'm going to get my money back. And I say that very distinctly from an exit, because I think people get very focused on this concept of a sale or an exit. Um, and that's not the only way to get investors their money back. Um, but unfortunately. I, I'm not supporting people's hobbies, right? You do want to look at, at how, how you actually get your your money back.
1: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, and that was an important question, I guess, because a lot of these startups that start in university settings are, you know, are just starting out. They need some kind of jumpstart to um, get going, whether it's capital, whether it's mentorship. And that um, with that being said, I'd kind of like to go into what are your specialties in startups that you can kind of mentor students in that you can help? um, these students learn so that they are ready for things like an investment, like going out into the real world and starting up.
2: Sure. Yeah. So I actually came into the startup realm in kind of a, um, maybe kind of an odd pathway. Um, so I actually started out as a mechanical engineer. Um, I worked for a fortune 300 industrial gas company. Um, we actually started a joint venture and built, um, high tech, um, semiconductor plants so I was in in construction for for a good part of time I um, then went back and got an MBA uh, and did more kind of corporate business development um, in that realm um, and then I actually went back one more time and I got a master's in data analytics um, just looking at where the world had really pivoted from kind of where I you know I started and and what was available the first time I went to college, um, so I kind of got all those those aspects. And then what I decided is um, I was really really interested actually in investing in startups. So by this time, you know, um, I kind of had missed the boat on being a twenty year old founder, right? Um, that that ship had sailed. So um, I said, gee, you know, I have all this kind of corporate background. I have a lot of international work. Um, all kinds of different things from the engineering, to the operations, to the finance, to the marketing. Um, and so how can I actually apply that um, and help people scale to where they, where they want to be? Um, and so I kind of have that really broad um, background for a multitude of things. And, and I think more importantly is um, I'm not going to know everything. Um, but I have a decent network of folks. I know where to point people uh, to really get that deep level of expertise for, for what they need. So um, I hope to be able to answer any question that, that comes across. Um, and if I can't, um, I will do my best to find the person who can.
0: Awesome. Um, So we know this was really short and sweet and we're sure you have lots of questions, but we really want to emphasize that Karen is an amazing resource for you wherever you are on your entrepreneurial journey. Um, If you're just starting out, if you have questions later along in the process, she is very approachable, and I've loved working with her. And you can find her at karen.crofton at colorado.edu. And um, with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening and have a great rest of your day. Awesome. Thank you.
2: Thank you.